you are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. themselves. You guys don't know what lung butter is? And you like hawk up some nasty... Yeah. I'm doing... Oh, I'm doing great. How are you guys? Happy Sunday. Uh, can this song just stop playing already? Oh my god. Hold on. There we go. Holy shit. Um, so... It's sunny as fuck. It's been great. Life's awesome. I've been walking my dogs. And you know what I noticed? As soon as I started doing like more physical like shit and being like more physically active, I've been able to sleep better. So, hell yeah, walk the dogs. Like the little one is like fucking t- nearly tore my arm off. But the only bad thing about walking the dogs is I have to pick up their shit so I have to carry around those little baggies and like my hands are all dry and it was cold and I like I couldn't like I don't know like fold the bag open so I was there for like fucking but you know I'm a good Samaritan I'm like like the older one our older dog uh Zachy he will just shit in the middle of the goddamn sidewalk and then <laughs> And she didn't know, like, just like right there. It doesn't go over to like the grass or something. It's like, no, no, it's happening here now. I'm like, fuck. Picking up dog shit. But hey, but you know what? It was actually cool because it was as of fun walking the dogs. So I'm going to do that every day. Because I got to start somewhere, dude. I was like bedridden for like, you know however many days anyway where the fuck are we at okay so i am just gonna keep this as like a short little sunday episode so i had because my friend uh, rai rai came over came in town and i was like you know come over and do a podcast I, i blackmailed him he owed me like so many favors. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but no, I chose that song because, you know, uh, he's like, I'll be in, I'll be there in 20 minutes. I'm just out of nowhere. I'm like, oh fuck, I didn't even know he was in town. So then, like, when I look around, my room is just disgusting. And he's, you know, like, anyway, I'm not gonna get into details, but I don't want, I didn't like want him to know how filthy, like. I like like can like live in like how much filth I can just like sleep in. <laughs> so, you know, I played that song because I was running around my room, you know, picking things up, pick it up. You know, what the fuck, whatever. Anyway, so 
So if you come to my ever like meet me and come to my room, just know that like maybe 10 minutes before you had gotten in there, it was just the most filthy, disgusting mess it, like you could imagine. But the, on the flip side of that, which is good, it's out now been like just a hundred percent recently sanitized. So it's like, you know, you feel weird about it, you know, like, like the Alaskan getting an Alaskan pipeline. You guys know what getting an Alaskan pipeline is? No, I'm not going to get into that this episode. It's too disgusting. So he comes over and he spits a good recovery game. Um, I tell my first Narcan story. It was it, like I could tell it kind of quickly because uh, I knew they were getting like having to like go back. He's having to go back home and blah 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 boop bop beep. Um, so, but no, it's good. I uh, get mouth to mouth resuscitation by my ex girlfriend's new transgender partner uh in a hotel room in Pasadena while they're frantically looking for Narcan. Oh, and uh this is the story behind the infamous dopey red dopey hat that I have. The picture that I had been talking about. Uh, I don't even know where it is. Maybe it's right on my desktop. Let's look. Let's see. No, I, I have literally 500 uh, files just scattered all over my desktop, so finding that picture is going to be hard. But it was with all these just drugs spread all around it. I thought that I was, I was such an idiot, dude. What the fuck was I thinking? I'm such a fucking... Anyway, that's the story behind that picture, which I still have somewhere, which I should probably just delete. <laughs> anyway, you guys, I'm going to clean my room again because you know since recording this it's gotten filthy again i don't know how oh you know what it was dude fucking it was the pause i've been going through the pause you guys know what that is the post-acute withdrawal syndrome i had the worst restless leg uh, syndrome last night like even though i got like a little bit of sleep i was like half awake you know at least i wasn't wide awake i was at least half awake <laughs> And I was just kicking my legs like everywhere. <laughs> That's what they call it, kicking. You know, kicking heroin. Because you kick your legs in your bed while you're fucking going through withdrawal. Yeah, dude. Oh, I, I've never had restless legs syndrome that bad, I don't think. But I'm good today. The knees are good. I took some glucosamine, vitamin things. And that better. <laughs> It's a joint supplement, you guys. It's not drugs. <laughs> you buy it at the vitamin shop. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm, what, 11 days? Is it, it was 10 days yesterday, right? 11 days clean. Thank you. Thank you. Take a pasta. Oh, how about, how about this? All right. An announcement. 11 days clean, guys. Slow. Slow. No, don't. Don't, don't, no, no slow clap. You don't have to slow clap. No, no. So, yeah, here's the fucking episode. Um, I got a giant tub of ice cream and a full pot of coffee I gotta mix together. And, uh, get caffeinated and 
vape nicotine and do more shit. I'm trying to, oh yeah, fuck. Oh yeah. T-shirts. That's what I'm, that's my new thing. I gotta be pressing t-shirts soon. Um, I have this, I took these pictures, right? Um, back in the day, uh, in Venice beach, California. And this is back when Venice beach looked like Venice beach did in like Tony Hawk pro skater one. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that kind of Venice beach, you know, graffiti, way, way more graffiti than there is now, like on the walls, like so much graffiti. And there was, um, I don't know what was happening. There was some kind of event that I was at and, uh, the cops like came in and like swarmed the place and, um, they had like riot gear on and I started taking pictures, you know? So I have these dope fucking fucking pictures, which is my original content. I took the pictures. Thank you. Um, but it's like all these cops in riot gear standing behind this wall of graffiti. <sighs> it's fucking badass. So that's going to be a t-shirt and then, you know, incorporate it into the whatever, the nod squad logo. And then, um, I don't know if I can legally sell the one with Uma's face on it. I don't know. Maybe I'll, I, well, what I'll do is I'll just print those ones and give them out as freebies. And then the ones that are, I can actually legally sell. I'll do like a, a two pack, like buy two, get my rare one free that I can't legally sell. <laughs> I don't know. I guess is that technically, technically selling it? Fuck. I don't know. Quentin Tarantino, get at me. I got a fucking script for you about my second Narcan story that I'm actually also writing. Oh, yeah, dude, I'm working on like just creative shit like all the time and doing recovery shit. That's all I fucking do all day. It's crazy. Oh, so yeah, if you guys didn't listen to the last episode, fuck, I needed to, yeah, I remember for sis. Yeah, so I can, I can take calls on Skype and discord. We have, um, a Skype and a discord. Just look for nod squad or Brian, Uncle Albert in the Skype or the discord. And then you can call in and like the audio just captures like the best quality audio I can, you know? So it's not like I'm holding a phone up to a microphone, you know? So that's cool. Yeah. Facebook, Twitter. I'm going to make a MySpace today. That's what I'm going to do. And a LinkedIn, <laughs> I'm gonna start a L. I'm gonna start a L, uh, LLC, and I'm going to. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna patent the name, <laughs> not squad. <laughs> oh man, I shouldn't say that. All right. <sighs> All right, I'm out of here, you guys. Enjoy the story. Enjoy the recording. Enjoy Rai Rai. Shout out to. Uh, I mean, Rai Rai knows. Everybody loves Rai Rai. What can I say? The greatest guy on earth. He's God's greatest gift to this soil, right? He's my best friend. I love him to death. Maybe almost a little too much, some would say. But, you know, he, he accepts me for who I am. He accepts, you know, that strange things happen to me, like, you know... This story that is you. Oh, this was this is a good story. I kind of want to retell this story, like longer, but just like a longer, more detailed version of it. But this is you know the basics. You'll get you'll get the you get the you know you know you get the gist whatever the gist you get the gist.
yeah. Anyway, I'm fucking out of here, guys. Unk, hit me up. If you guys need help, I love you guys. Keep smoking. Berry Blodo. Yeah, it's, fr it's free. Blow That's the kind of flavor it is. Free. Wait, is it uh, three or six or? Uh, I don't know. Six. Okay, cool. I can't go higher. Thank you guys. I'm so out of juice. You know what I did today? I conned my dad to, into giving me like seven bucks for Starbucks. Cause he was oh. like, he was like, I'll pay you to make me a grilled cheese sandwich. And he, I was like, fuck yeah, that's Starbucks money. So the addict in me, I was like, all right, I'm going to make a fucking bomb-ass grilled cheese, right? You know, he's like, he's like, I was like, how do you want it? And he's like, I want it with Gouda. And then I want you to layer cheddar over it. And I was fucking made all open face and like nice and got that money. So I'm on like a fucking quad shot espresso right now. You're all jacked up, dude. Jacked. And then I fucking, um, you call me and... uh and you're like, I'm going to come over in like 20 minutes. I'm like, fuck, dude, this room is fucking disgusting. Like, 20, 45, same difference. There's trash everywhere here. Is it just par for the course for your room? Well, that's well? just paperwork. I mean, those are just papers. I was just looking for the box of Kleenex, dude. Dude, I fucking recycled it already. <laughs> it's gone. Yeah. Got out of it. The evidence. Thank you for cleaning it. <laughs> in advance, right? Well, I didn't want you guys to see how filthy I am. Like, fuck, dude, I'm a filthy motherfucker. We know how filthy you are, Brian. How's the, te how's the temperature in the room? Should we turn the fan on? Is it warm? Is it cold? Is legit, man. All right. Savvy. I can roll with it. Well, we're, we're recording, by the way. I can see that. Nod Squad. Nod New Squad. episode. Well, how would, I like to, how would you like to be referred as? What the fuck? Like, do you want an alias? Do you want your daddy? Music? You can refer to me as daddy, dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> Shut the uh -huh. fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying because, like, Rai Rai, homie. Okay, this is my homie Rai Rai. Do you want to be on the podcast or do you just a silent, a silent observer? She doesn't give a fuck. It's up to you. Okay. Um, you know what I mean? All right. All right. I had a funny story. Okay. This is a very graphic story. So it like. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, so that bed you're sitting on is a purple mattress. We all know. I, it's a purple I, mattress? Purple mattress. Fucking awesome. But, uh, so, one day. This oh, is, that's right. She was in jail when you got the purple mattress. Dude. Oh, dude, I was in group in drug court. I was raving about the purple mattress. I was like, right. you guys, I'm saving up for this purple mattress. It's like, and I showed you the little fucking the material. Little piece. Yeah, the sample piece of, like, nice. what it's made out of, like, patented material. You know it's worth the money if it comes with a sample piece. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, Definitely you know. worth the money. Exactly. You, you, know, you know this. So... I've had the purple mattress for a couple months, but I was also, this is when I was getting in my crazy Tinder sexcapades. And I was I don't like, know anything about the crazy Tinder sexcapades. No one, no one does. No one does. Or so, the crazy back page craze, babe. I don't, I don't know anything. That. I don't even know what back pages. I don't even know what back pages is. Okay, so let's just. But oh, I was so on Tinder. Awesome, <laughs> Shut the fuck. It's full of hookers and just good times and yes. Okay, but check it out. Check it out. So, I've had the purple mattress for a couple months, right? And Ryan, um, my co-host. So my co-host is at somewhere, uh, <laughs> at, um, right now. He's at a rehab. Anyway, he came, but, but this is before he went to the rehab. I'm right where he's at. I just seen him like three hours ago. 
Tell him I, oh, tell him I said to call my house phone. You guys have my house phone now? Yeah. Yeah, give him my house phone and tell him to yeah, call it's me. it's 805. No, it's <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. All right. Can I finish this fucking story? Do tell. Tell All right. the story. So he comes over to do an episode of Nod Squad. And he comes over and he walks in my room. And um, these, are, these were different sheets, okay? Not the sheets that you're sitting on. But they were just covered. Lead with that. Covered. With that with these sheets story. were just covered in blood. Oh. Covered in blood. <laughs> and I think you know what? It wasn't from a gash on my arm. Mm. Yeah. And Ryan was like, wow. He's a little jealous. Mm. A little jealous. <laughs> that was my, one of my Tinder sex pages. Anyway, like one of my sex pages. But dude, this is this is fucking this is the Nod Squad, you guys. I don't hold anything back. I tell everything. Good for you. For you me, know, for sake of the fucking film. You know what I mean? Well, what can I say, dude? What yeah. can I say? Okay, so you, you, we've been homies for about how over like almost two years. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I mean, I'm sure you know what this is. This is a podcast about fucking drugs, addiction. You know, and the smidgen, you know, recovery here and there. Smidgen. Yeah. So if you got, I was, I know you got war stories. I if I can know you do, just as I do. And I know I want to hear some recovery shit too, because you would spit mad recovery game in the groups that, when, when I, we were both in drug court. So come on. The war stories are all ugly, man. Yeah, but I know that that's good. Because we can reflect on them and like, be like, wow, look where my life is now. Or, you know, what, what? It's I, better. I feel like it's better to not glorify as much as it is to like remember where you came from, you know? I think that like, of course, the insanity and all that, like some of it's funny and some of it's like entertaining, but I think for the most part, it's important to remember how desperate it is and, and how much it fucking sucks to be strung out and wake up every day like wondering where your next fix is going to come from or yeah. wondering who you're going to have to jack or who you're going to have to con or, you know, hustle to try and get what you need. And uh, more importantly, like where it brought you, you know, like the things that you sacrificed, I mean... Being a, a gutter junkie, you know, I met my I met my wife in the streets and, and like like I was fucked off, dude, fresh off a of prison term, like looking to like continue building this reputation that I had lived by for twenty plus years and uh to like sacrifice anything and everything that you work for just to like yeah. stay well. It's like at what point common sense is supposed to kick in and tell you like you're you're doing nothing with your life, you're going nowhere, you're hurting everybody you love, you're fucking sacrificing anything that you worked hard for or that meant anything to you, and for what? Just for a fucking shot of heroin, you know? Yeah, I get you. Well, I mean, addiction is like a lot of genetic predisposition, but you know we don't realize that in the process of things, you know? Well, and even if we do realize it, like, this is the craziest thing. It, I always hear people, they define insanity by doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different exactly. results. Exactly. But, but I for me... Knew, I knew the result yeah, every time. I knew My definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, knowing what's going to happen. Knowing I'm going to Knowing what I got coming. Yeah. Knowing the results and doing it anyways. Right? 
making that fucking decision to get loaded anyways, dude. That's fucking insanity to me. Yeah, I get you. I, Dude, I just thought the same fucking thing, I don't know, a few months ago. I was just like, dude, I know when I stick that needle in my arm, I know it's all going to go downhill. But... You chalk it up anyway. I like, th- was like thriving on chaos or something. I don't know. Fuck it. It's time to burn this bitch down. Yeah, yeah, dude. I don't know. But you know what's funny is like as addicts, we do very well in stressful situations because we've been around them our whole life. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like when there becomes like a time like I, I was like, I had saw something. It was like for during 9-11, all these addicts in New York were fucking like, like helping people and like. Doing all this cool shit because they know how to like survive in a chaotic situation right. or environment. You know, it's just crazy. Well, like, and that's because that's the reasoning why is because like everything that we're bred is for survival. Everything we've learned or learned to utilize or skills that we've adapted to is through survival. You know, like um, so. I mean, yeah, addicts thrive in those kinds of situations because of that, because it's a, it's a, it's an instant of survival. And so like getting clean, like all that shit's so fucking uncomfortable that like it's easier just to fall back on the shit that we know. So yeah, like because when yeah. you, when you it's start doing like the recovery zone, yeah, when you start doing the recovery zone and you're like, or you start doing the recovery thing and you're like working towards this goal and you're. It's like building, I always like to say this in Joe Corps too, it's like building a house, you know? And like, where my downfalls were is that like, I would start building this house, put the foundation in, start putting the fucking plumbing in, get the walls framed up, get everything drywalled, get a window here, a door there, a fucking half a roof here. And then I'd look, step back and look at the house and be like, man, I didn't want that window there. Boom. So instead of moving the fucking window, I would just torch the place and burn it the fuck down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was my story every time I relapsed, you know? It's because, like, I would start building this life, and I'd get a job, and I'd get a car, and I'd get an old lady, and I'd have a couple little kids or a couple stepkids or something that I was helping raise. And, like, something in that story would start feeling uncomfortable or would start feeling like, man, this is not what I expected it to be. So instead of, like, rectifying that and, like, writing that little bit of that story... I fucking torched the whole thing and I start over, yeah. which was always my, that was like always my decision or my, my excuse to get loaded, but it was always my solution to everything is like, fuck it. I'll just get loaded. People have too much expectation on me or, or I'm, you know, people are, you know, expecting me to be this or be that guy or have so much good shit to say. And like when the expectation level gets too high and I get too stressed out over it, I'm like, fuck it. I'll just go get strung out, run the streets for a minute go back on the run, go back to jail, and then that expectation level's way down here again, mm-hmm. and I don't have to worry about what people are expecting from me or living up to some sort of fucking light in somebody else's eyes, you know? Yeah. But the fucking horrible part about that is that, like, I let my kids down. You know, I let my mom down. Yeah. I let my friends down that were just starting to depend on me. I let my job down, you know? Um, and that shit sucks, you know? Like, 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 that shit weighs on you. I mean... Sure, I can think about times that were, like, super funny where, like, I got into fights at the bar or, like, I would get away with getting loaded at drug court and, like, it was funny at the time because, like, I'm criminally sophisticated and I figured out a way to cheat the system or, you know, I fucking knocked some dude out and all that shit was funny at the time, but the aftermath fucking sucked, you know? Like, like my most previous 
like when I got kicked out of drug court, like that shit, I got away with it. And I felt like I had this fleeting moment of like success, like feeling like, yeah, I got these motherfuckers, you know? Oh, dude, I did the I same felt thing. Like, I did the same Like, boom, thing. I got them. Yeah. And then not 20 <laughs> minutes later, I get a phone call from my girl and we had relapsed together and she fucking had gotten in trouble. So it's like, yeah. I got away with it, but she went to jail. You know what yeah, I mean? That's fucked. And it's like, it gets to a point where it's like, it starts out fun, and then it's fun with problems, and then it just becomes problems, you know? And then you know, like, it, but the problems come faster and swifter, and they become harsher and harsher. Yeah. Until, and I think it just becomes a point where you just are like, well, dude, like, how much more am I willing to sacrifice? Because, you know, it starts right. with, you know, possessions around you, you know, you, your possessions, and then it starts with your friends and your family and your loved ones and your relationships with people. And then it starts, like... If you keep at it, dude, it starts taking like your body, parts of your body, you know, like oh, fucking yeah. my best friend, Donnie, who was, you know, passed away. He had fucking MRSA all over his hands and I would, I would drive up, I would drive past him, you know, I'd be like picking up food or something and I'd give him some food and I'd give him some money or whatever. And he had his hands all bandaged and wrapped up and he would unbandage him. And I even have pictures on one of my old phones. There's just chunks of fucking skin missing off his hands. You know, and he wasn't taking his antibiotics, and it probably, infection probably hit his bloodstream, and that's probably how he died. You know, and it's fucking sad, dude. It's yeah. sad that some people are raised in environments where they don't have a <coughs> fucking chance, and we are lucky to have gotten out by the skin of our fucking teeth, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, dude, oh, okay. So, there, you know the band Down. Yeah. Philip and Salmo. Pantera, the drummer of that fucking band, he told a story once I heard, and it's about him, because you know that their first album, Nola, it's New Orleans, it's where they're from, or not, I don't know if Pantera's from New Orleans, but I don't know, first album's called Nola, in respect to New Orleans, but the drummer was living there, and he was on a methadone program, and it was during Hurricane Katrina. Yeah, methadone rocks. He, it's, it's, all right, it's Hurricane Katrina, <laughs> he's in New Orleans, and he's got to get to the methadone clinic, he fucking... He blows up a raft and he's like on a raft, like in the floods, Hurricane Katrina, just oh, trying yeah. to get to the flooded methadone clinic because he's like, dude, I'm going to be sick, dude. That's the epitome that's fucking... of our disease, dude. Yeah, dude. That's, that's where our minds are at. Like, no matter what, I'm going to get well, dude. No matter what, dude. There is nothing besides barring me up in a motherfucking cell that's going to keep me from getting right. I would, I would detox faster when I was in jail than if I was on the outs. It, I was just, I don't know yeah, why. Cause Maybe because psychologically, like, you know you're fucking in a cage, you know? Yeah. It's I mean, crazy. The effects start to affect you as much, definitely in jail, as opposed to being on the streets. But, like, for me, I could never, like, I could never do it straight in a row. Like, I'd get seven days kicking, taking some boxing here or there. And then it's like, I'm just dragging it out. Whereas, like, when you're locked up, fuck, dude, nine, nine days from fucking start to finish, like, yeah, by the time you get money on your books to try and like settle up on anything, you're already pretty much out, out of the fucking out of the fucking yeah. forest, you know? Uh, yeah. Dude, okay. I want to tell you guys a story. Because I've been want, I've been meaning to tell this story for a long time. And I haven't told it on uh, Dopey, I haven't told it on Nod Squad. Oh, I was I was on Dopey podcast for like a whole hour talking <laughs> about my last fucking overdose. Oh, but the, yeah, yeah. You um, told me about this, though. I know, but I'm not gonna talk about that one. You told me. I'm gonna talk about my first overdose. This is about my first Narcan experience um, while I was in drug court. Okay. Narcan saved my life. 
Narcan saved my life on two separate occasions. Narcan saved my life on four separate occasions. I, I feel like a walking spirit, dude. So, okay. I'm in. I'm six months into drug court. I'm in. I'm six months into tr- drug court. I'm about a little over six months. I'm probably in like phase... I'm in phase two of drug court, and I'm going to be getting into phase three in like a couple weeks. That shit's not bad. And so this is right around the time where they found out we were all taking Kratom. So I, I stopped taking Kratom because I was like, oh, fuck. I don't want to get caught, you know? And, uh, and of course I didn't. <laughs> everyone. <laughs> of yeah, course yeah. I was like, ah, fuck it. I'll take my chances. <laughs> Dude, everyone was. Everyone was. I, I did I did it after. Like, I did yeah, eventually. I did. the one that they caught? Yeah, I eventually got caught up for Kratom. No, eventually. they caught fucking... I'm not going to say his name on the cast, but they caught... They caught a bunch of people. But they t- were trying to catch me, but they didn't catch me for a while. So what? Ha- this, is, this is what happened. Oh, um, yeah. People started to get popped. And, people are getting popped left and right for Kratom. And uh, it's because they're getting ran- like random drug tests. Like Whoever snitched us out obviously gave up some names and those people were getting on the random board to get random drug tests. So everyone we all know who was snitching us out. And if you're listening to this podcast, you we know who you were, okay? <laughs> we know, dude. It wasn't a secret, dude. Yeah, there's a lot of snitches in the program. A lot of snitches in the program. Hey, but good for you. It's not called telling. It's called well, telling dude, the people truth. Get, people are getting clean. They like to fucking gossip. They get high off the gossip, I think, is what it is. But anyway, so I stopped taking... It's jealousy and entitlement. People were jealous that we were getting away with something and they weren't. Yeah, and yeah, and exactly. You know, someone who's still telling and they're not even on probation. Anymore. Yeah. What the fuck? All right, anyway, so I stopped taking Kratom because I'm like, all right, I can't, I can't get busted. So I get away somehow. And then I'm, um, my, my ex, Lindsay, is she uh, had been, I'd already ran away to L.A. And she's in L.A. and she's dating a transgender yes. named uh, Cleo. Transgenders Cleo, are awesome. Cleo is a transgender. <laughs> oh, is a, a, a Rock original, out with your cock out. <laughs> or with whatever. Out. Or both. Or whatever. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> whatever you're rocking. Rock <laughs> so, it out. So he um, is, it was a, Cleo is a male transitioning into a female. So I'll refer to Cleo as a female. God bless her to be, to be respectful. And uh, should I fucking turn on the fan right now? You're fucking... Boxing what, it out. Dude? Va- all right, sorry. So anyway, vape life, homie. So my ex, my ex Lindsay is. Your parents in... have never yelled at me before. Why would they start now? Yeah, they'll just blame it on me. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and I'll let it go down like that too. Yeah, I like vape the Narcan tr- on the top of your fucking desk right there. Like that's that. Tight. Yeah, I got perfect. Hey, always be prepared, dude. Yeah, I got. You that never from... know what's gonna happen when Rai comes over. I got that from drug court. <laughs> I got that because <laughs> of drug court. Okay. So okay, my ex Lindsay. You know, I was staying away from her because she was triggering the fuck out of me. She eventually had uh, lost her job, gotten uh, evicted, and then she met Cleo online. And Cleo's like, come live with me. Now, Cleo is uh, schizophrenic and takes medication for it. But Cleo at the time is doing well. Perfect. Right? But the thing, On her meds, obviously. Yeah, she's on her meds. Exactly. But here's the thing. is, um, As soon as Lindsay moves down there with her... All right, Cleo's now, you know, within a matter of weeks, Cleo's now strung on heroin. Now, Cleo... Off her meds. Cleo's off her meds. <laughs> oh, and smoking lots of methamphetamine. Schizophrenic Perfect. and meth. So, Cleo loses her it's job. Like, it's like vinegar and water. She loses her job. She gets evicted. And now, Lindsay and Cleo are homeless on the streets of L.A. living in a tent, like in Hollywood. So, Lindsay's Bad like ass. hitting me up on Facebook here and there when she can. She's like, come down and party. Let's come down and party. And I'm like, oh, dude, that sounds like a lot of fun. So yeah. I, was, I was like, I need to get Wait a minute. Out. What size tent do you got? Is it a, is it a two-man <laughs> tent? Is it a ten-man tent? What kind of tent are we working with here? You know what I mean? 
No, I, was I don't gonna, know what kind of situation I'm walking into right now. No, I was gonna get a hotel. I was gonna get a hotel, but anyway, I fuck that. Uh, save the money, sleep in the tent, get more drugs. You know dude, what I'm saying? I, that's true. It's fucking. I had a real been, one. I, I, a I real one job. is climbing in that tent and I saving a, the money for the fix. Dude, I, had <laughs> a, I had a good job. I had a good job. One. So it was like you know I had a lot of money saved up. Shoot it. So I get I get a, I'm like I need to get a travel pass. Because the only way you can get away with anything in drug court is you get a fucking travel pass. So, and I'd never applied for. Not true. So not true. I got a story when he's done. Okay. So not true. So, um, you just have to have a good co-pilot. Yeah, that's true. That's well. Let's. Oh my god. So anyway, at the time, I'm like thinking the only way is a travel pass. So if for anyone doesn't know, a travel pass is when you request to leave town to your and it's on like a request form and your probation officer, probation officer has to approve it. Blah blah blah. So I had gotten. I request. I requested like a week off. You know, I take a week off from work. Uh, you know, the day of. You know, I'm at work and I'm leaving. I'm leaving for LA that day. I meet up with someone in uh, in uh, or the day before I had gotten some black. You know, so like mm. as soon as I call testing on that day and they don't call my caller, I'm like, boom, I'm, I did a little fucking issue. Oh, black. Say, you know, you were I'm like, dude, it's a three hour, <laughs> three hour drive to L.A. I got to be fucking, you know, so I do a little bit, a little bit ish. And then I drive down to L.A. and I meet up with my my homie, uh, Stoner Steve. And Stoner Steve is like my, was my L.A. plug. Sorry, he, he, Stoner Steve for throwing your anonymity out there. This is his fucking alias, dude. Stoner Steve's an alias. <laughs> Stoner Steve. But yeah, I mean, I don't know why they call him Stoner Steve, because he was full-blown junkie, so. Shooter I mean, Steve. We'll call him Shooter sh- Steve. Oh, right. Shooter Mc... Yeah, okay. Shooter McGavin. Yeah, I'm sampling that now. <laughs> um, so anyway, I hit him up, like, before, and I'm like, I'm heading down there. I'm going to need to buy a lot of sh- drugs. And I already had, like, a Grandma Molly, a little bit of black, you know. Which is not a lot. No, no. So and, we need... A lot more. Can I ask you a question? Is yeah. this the time when you came back and got pulled over and the cops and crashed the cocaine in your car or whatever? Exactly. But yes. we'll get to that in a minute. We'll get that in a minute. It wasn't so, mine, officer. It wasn't. They put that there. They did, yeah, put, they, they did put that there. Anyway, so... Yeah. I, like, I, I'm I get, still fighting it in court. Of course they put that there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I drive down to LA. I meet up with Stoner Steve. I buy like... <laughs> I buy a few bags of black tar. Allegedly, allegedly, we buy a few bags of black. This is always allegedly, you guys. And if you're trigger, if you guys are triggered, turn off the podcast right now because this is triggered. Triggered. Go to a meeting and call your sponsor. Yeah, you better go to a meeting after this. Work story. step one, two, and three again. Okay, so um, I buy a couple bags of black. I buy some of the China white. He calls it the magic, but God, I know, I, I know white, it was. Man. Yeah, but I know it was fat. There's fentanyl in it. I knew there was fentanyl in that magic. It was like Perfect. so expensive, but I buy a couple bags of that. I buy like four bags of Coke and I buy two bags of, of uh, glass, yes. methamphetamine. And Should so then Coke and meth to keep you up fucking, you know, I'm parked in downtown, you know, people are walking right by my car and I do a little uh, goofball and then uh, I'm cleaning out my rig and I'm spraying it out the window. I swear, as soon as I spray it out the window, some guy rides by on his bike and I you catch him in the perfect, face. Perfect, dude. Here yeah. you go, buddy. You have heps. Yeah. <laughs> Here's some hep C I'm for you, pal. A, such a fucking Right dick. in the eyeball. Anyway, so then I'm only with Stoner Steve. Now I got to pick up Lindsay in fucking Hollywood. So now we go to Hollywood and... Um, She's I've, got her boyfriend no she's by herself she's by herself oh. at the time so i pick her by up herself i'm all hyper i'm fucking going crazy i go well, of course she just did a goofball like yeah right well and i yeah all you can think about is fucking sticking your pp in her pp you know what i mean oh check it out <laughs> yes check this out i get to uh Good. i get a hotel i get like the cheapest i i i'm like steve so stoner steve what is 
the fucking shittiest, cheapest hotel I can. I just spent like six hundred dollars on drugs. But Not like, rent by the hour, 40, but rent by the minute. I want a forty dollar. Yeah, I want a forty dollar hotel. So I fi- I go on to Colorado Boulevard in Pasadena. I get the shittiest, ghettoest crack crackhead hotel. Like they they some they were cooking meth in some of those rooms. I swear to God. <clears throat> anyway, I get a hotel. Now it's me, Steve, and. Lindsay and we're doing more issues and Lindsay's like oh my my meth's better than your meth and she fucking cooks me up a shot but she doesn't like cook it up cook it up she just sticks a fucking shard in the in the rig and then she doesn't shake it one of those shaken bakes shaken bakes why it doesn't even it doesn't even save any time dude it's more of a headache than it's worth dude dude. I know and she gave me way too much and it's just a pure shot of fucking pure shot of glass yeah never too much I immediately get all hot. My body just immediately got weird. And then I start. I ran. I ran to the fucking That's uh, bathroom. I start throwing up. I'm like, "Oh, you give me so much!" And I'm just fucking. Butthole puke. got hot and fucking. Oh yeah. I couldn't even feel my butthole. Right oh there. yeah. I was just puking and puking. And then. Uh, Shit! Now Steve, I'm getting triggered. I dude. I should I open the window? <laughs> anyway, so. I'm oh, like, fuck, fuck, dude. And uh, Steve's like already knowing this is getting really weird. So he's like, "Yeah, I gotta go." So. <laughs> My 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 plugs like I gotta get out of here. So I I give him a ride, and I know Lindsay's yeah, you like. You look bad when your plugs like. Yeah, I leave. Jam, dude. I leave all my I leave all my drugs in the hotel with Lindsay, and I know <laughs> she's like pinching shit out of my bags. I don't even care. Yeah. So I fucking go and I come back, and then um, we try to like start having sex, but uh, I did such a fat ish. I had like whiskey dick, hard core. Nice. Good for you. Bad whiskey dick from the meth. Serves you right. So. I'm just like, just, just squeeze it as hard as you can. Like, God, fuck. And there's just not. It's just not choke work. me out. Yeah, exactly. And nothing's working. So I give up on that. Finally, I eventually, like, Cleo comes over. And now we're all, like, just. Instantly pop. got a boner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was pretty. No. <laughs> she, she, uh. That's fuck, ass. I don't want to be mean, dude. She, she did not. She wasn't convincing. Yeah, she was still going through her transition phase. So she so, was a girl boy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she was on like... So um, she was still a hot boy. Yeah. I mean, I've been places, bro. I've seen some hot boys. <laughs> I've seen hotter, like, transgenders. My bunky Evan right seen... now is a hot boy. You know what I mean? <laughs> Lucky I didn't catch him in a cell. You know what Shut I mean? the fuck up. Fucking poop okay, his so, lube. <laughs> so I remember at one point, Lindsay's passed out. I think I had even shot up some of the molly. Like, I did it. I injected, like, molly. And so now we're just smoking out of this meth pipe, and I and the day the day goes by, and um, I rent a second night at the hotel, you know, and I'm fucked up. I get a call, and it's from where I used to be working uh, at the. I was working yeah. at a college, uh, but it was like a temp. It was I got through a temp agency, but then I had applied, and they called me in human resources. Wow. Human resources like, oh, we want to hire you like full time, twenty four dollars an hour, full I remember, benefits. I, remember all that, yeah. I was like, fuck yeah, I got the job. So I was like, I'm gonna party. Like this yeah, is fucking celebrate. celebrate, and so I have uh, all these drugs, and I like take a little piece of the magic. I take a little piece of coke, and a little piece of black, and I put it in one of those little rubber dab containers and put it in my pocket. And then I'm like, all right, ladies, you know you can have the rest of these drugs. I'm done after this. I'm fucking quitting. I'm getting my life straight. I'm gonna one work more it. fender bender. And yeah, I'm, I'm gonna my do. Shit I'm gonna do one more ish because I had been shooting by that point. I'd been shooting up uh, the China White, the Black Tar, and the um, Coke. Mixed together, doing speedballs. But the problem with that is, um, you know, the coke wears off really fast, yep. and then you want to keep doing more. So I, yeah, but, but the, the pro- so I kept small. doing more, but I kept mixing in that fentanyl laced China White. So okay. I do, I do one more last ish, right? And my 
I, um, everything goes to black. And when I come to, I'm in the back of a fucking ambulance, right? And uh, all these paramedics are around me, and I'm being driven to the hospital, and they're like, yeah, you overdosed, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like freaking out. Well, you know, I was just like, what the fuck? Apparently, I, I, I fucking went out. My, my, my face hit the table in front of me, gashed my fucking um, eyebrow open. I'd gotten three stitches. So then they, they take me there, and I'm like, I'm thinking I'm going to jail. But they're like, dude, we're not the cops. You know, chill out. They, they, check, they do a little check on me, and then they just let me go. I walk right out of the hospital, you know? That, like nothing like happened so I, then I'm just walking I'm stumbling trying to find my way around I come across this mall and it's all closed and there's a security guard I was like dude can you, can you call me a cab dude I, got, I just got out of the fucking I just got out of the fucking hospital so then the, he's like alright he calls me a cab I go back to the hotel apparently Lindsay and Cleo had gotten kicked we all got kicked out of the hotel they took all my things and just went and went back to a trap house in the ghetto oh no 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 before they went to the trap house they, they went to another hospital in downtown Los Angeles because they were falling out too. So now I'm fucking like, fuck, they have the keys to my car. My car's parked at the hotel. I've like, I remember you know, yep. so I'm like, fuck. Wow. So I take a, I call an Uber, take an Uber to the hotel. Uber, shout out to Uber. Dude, I, yeah, I, oh man. I, first I went to Denny's and I ate some food and I'm like crying, charging, charging my phone and downloading <laughs> the Uber app. Call Uber, get taken to downtown. The sun is rising at this point after day two. Day two, I've been up for two days. I can't find them. They had already left. They're, they're at a trap house now. So then I call Lyft. I take a Lyft. Or no, no, no. I try to take, I try to like look on Google Maps and see which bus routes to go, but I'm like coming down off the meth. Dude, we're jocking every transportation. So like I'm like getting lost on all these different buses and shit. I'm like fucking, so I'm like, fuck, I can't, I can't figure out which bus to take. So then I just, um, I call Lyft and then Lyft takes me to the trap house. I get my keys. I get all my shit. I, uh, they'd flushed all the drugs when the cops got there because I, the ambulance got there first. Yeah, fucking right. I'm calling bullshit. No, no. Believe what you want, but them bitches didn't flush that shit. Okay. Well, basically this is what happened when I, when I had fallen out. You know, they're freaking out because they have Narcan, but they can't find it. Oh, perfect. They, so, uh, Obviously, Lindsay, it wasn't on their dresser like yours. You know what I mean? I know. Fucking so stupid. Idiots. So, so Lindsay is running in and out of the hotel room screaming, like screaming, causing a scene, like someone had been murdered. Checked out. Cleo's on top of me giving me mouth to mouth. So I'm yes. I'm passed out getting mouth to mouth resuscitation. Were you from passed out Cle- really, or were you just like? It was kind of like that hey, scene I'm passed in. Uh, out, save my life. It was like that scene in Sandlot where you fake drowned to yes. get yeah. Tell yeah. me the mouth. Oh, dude, <laughs> shut the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so anyway, um, oh yeah, sorry, sorry you guys. Um, anyway, so yeah, uh. Cleo's on top of me giving mouth to mouth resuscitation. Lindsay's screaming. They can't find the Narcan, so they call an ambulance. Ambulance comes, picks me up. Then the cops come, and supposedly they flush the drugs. But I mean, I was, my Ray Bans got stolen. Uh, Can I call you back in like 10 minutes? Tell her I'm in the middle of the podcast, and it. It's all good. Uh, whatever she wants to do, babe. Sorry, guys. That's my mom calling to check in on me. Oh, dude, this is like awesome. Perfect. So, okay, so the they, drugs may or may not have gotten flushed. We'll yeah, just so stick anyway. with the, we'll stick with the story. So fast forward, I'm in, I'm in the trap house. I get my keys, I get my backpack, I get things. But I mean, my vape is missing, my Ray-Bans are missing, some shirts are missing, like, you know, whatever. I don't care. The vape's missing, he's thinking, fuck, I gave Craig my other vape. I gave Ray-Ray my other vape. Motherfucker. Exactly. So I get, um... 
Oh, and before, like during this time, I was when, when I was leaving the hospital, I reached in my pocket and I found the dab container of with the China White, the Black, and the Coke. But I at that time I had thrown it in a trash can for the Seven Eleven. But while I'm taking the Metro back from, I was taking like the Blue Line or something to the Gold, the you see Gold the Line. I'm like, dude, that I wonder if those drugs are still in the trash can. So Boom. I get my keys. I'm getting, but I'm getting, I know I feel like a fever Excuse coming me, sir, on. what are you doing in the trash can? Oh, I'm looking for recycling. Dude, not even, check this out. <laughs> I get my keys, I go to the fucking, I go to the hotel, get my car, drive right to the 7-Eleven, walk right to the trash can, take the lid off, take the whole bag, put it in my yes. trunk, drive around to a back alley, and I'm just dumping the fucking trash bag open right until I'm like, dude, I found my drugs. It's in the fucking trash. So Perfect. I had gotten my drugs Smart, out of geez. the trash. Go back to a CVS that I knew sold rigs on like Lake Street in Pasadena. Right. So now, and then I do, an, I'm right after I fucking fell out, I'm digging through the trash, doing more China White, Black Tar, and Coke shots. Right back at it. Because so, I'm like, dude, I, I'm fucking, because I'm starting to fall asleep. Like, I've been up for days. So now I'm fucking driving from LA trying to make it back home. And I'm like, I'm getting a cocaine psychosis. I'm like thinking people are following me. I'm pulling over every 20 minutes, yeah. doing more shit. Because I'd run out of, I'm, by this time I had run out of heroin. And now I'm just doing straight shots of coke. So you got nothing to level you up. And I'm just like, and, but it's, <laughs> it wears off fast. So I'm like drinking Red Bulls, nodding out, and like trying to take little naps here and there. And uh, I even get to like, uh, like right before, I think in Ventura or something, I, I stop at a gas station. It was the most disgusting bathroom. It was all toilet water all over the floor. And I'm like yes. just tiptoeing, trying to cook My up God shots. Voice. Finally, I, I and I'm getting lost, like in like from just like fucking mental breakdown. Finally, I um I'm I'm driving by a bar and a fucking uh, a car is pulling out of the bar and you know I didn't have enough time to stop and then I crash into him. My air black airbag deploys, hits me in the face. I cr uh, fracture my rib, and and I have two uh, rigs and a little bag of coke and I'm trying to find out where they fell and I'm hiding them and they're like I find one of the rigs and I find the coke and I hide it in my shoe and they're like what are you on what are you on and I'm like uh, I'm not, not on anything. What I'm, ain't I like, on? Paramedics, paramedics and the cops <laughs> so are like, shortly. paramedics and cops get there fast. I'm like, what do you want? Where do you want? And I'm like, nothing. And they're like, we found a needle. And I'm like, I'm a diabetic. I'm a diabetic. <laughs> you know, but by, by the time they get me to the hospital, um, by the time they get me to the hospital, uh, they open my shoe and the uh, uh, the second rig and the coke falls out. And I'm like, oh, I was high. I just confess, start crying. And then I was up in the cottage hospital for a week. And then by the time I had gotten back, you know, and I... Uh, Shout out to college, Cottage. Yeah. That's my zone right yeah, now. Right? So by the time I got back, I called... East unit, baby. I, I was thinking, should I self-admit? Because I, did, I didn't know if... Because Santa Barbara and San Luis Obispo County... Never self-admit. I, 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 I fucking self-admitted. I did, too. And I got reamed. I called Corey. Fuck and, you and in drug court. I called Corey, my counselor, my drug court counselor at the time, and he's like, "Yeah, you're almost in phase three. You're doing really good." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah about that. Uh, uh, I got something I need to tell you." And he starts laughing. Well, and, let me tell you a little story. Yeah. Corey. So that is my first Narcan overdose story. What do you think? Not bad. It's fucking pretty badass. I've heard it before, but I think that uh, that you uh, got a little bit more transparent and you got a little bit more honest about kissing the she-he and... I know, did. I, I got mouth-to-mouth by a transgender while I was... think that's growth, bro. We can work with that. That's something we can work with. Hey. All right, man. So anyway, that... How, how long was that? That's only 35 minutes. Okay. So how much longer do you guys have? You have to uh, leave soon? Yeah, we got to roll. Okay. That's perfect. But, but uh, dude, maybe I, tomorrow we can shoot another one. How we? Yeah, when are you going? When are, yeah, when are you coming? When are you leaving? I leave Sunday. Okay, so Sunday. yeah, dude. If you got more stories, 
This will this will yeah. be coming up tomorrow. I think. Tell you the story about how I fucking. Oh, I want to hear that. I want to hear the because her best friend. I want to hear the popsicle, the popsicles oh, in your butt story. That's, that's what I want to hear the popsicle in your butt story. You're not a real one if you've never had ice cubes or popsicles shoved up your ass, dude. I'm just saying. That's the dude. I have to hear that's that. That's the story. kind of shit we need to be fucking spreading the good word about. All right, you guys. Well, here. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this new episode. Um, check out our new video on Facebook. Like us on Facebook. Like us on Twitter. Like us on well, whatever Instagram. Uh, not squad podcast at gmail.com you know do get get her fucking likes up anyway this shout is out shout out to my boy Timmy Bishop Brendan Richardson you sure you want me to have their names dropped yeah, out man, here they don't give a fuck alright alright their fucking names getting dropped today alright you guys Besides, if they got a problem with it they know where I live this is my homie Rai Rai it's on Galbert tuning out peace love all the above thank you understand politics, you think you understand political parties, you're all full of crap, you don't know what the Illuminati is, you're a Republican or you're Democrat, you're wrong! Why? It's this easy, it's called divide and conquer. That's why there's two parties and only two, and they're controlled by the same people at the very top, who belong to the Council of Foreign Relations, the Bilderberger Group, they also belong to the Trilateral Commission, and you people don't even know what the hell that is. But if you did know, you would know that these are the people that control your world by making global policies that you never vote on and by which parties both serve and belong to these organizations and control your world. Now, here's how it works. Really, divided conquer can only work if the people that are divided are not aware of the falsely created division. If you're not aware of it, then it works. If you know about it, then it don't work no more. If you have socialism without capitalism, it becomes communism. If you have capitalism without socialism, it becomes fascism. And it's just that easy. I love you. That's all you need to know. That's why Masonic symbols are all over your freaking fucking 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 fuc